when they all came in there and they saw what it did to my face, what it did to my hands, what it did to my arms, what it did to my body, it almost cost me my life. And when they saw that, it impacted them, a lot of them. And they knew that they kind of had the same mentality or they brought me that mentality. And I show how it affected my wife, my kids, my dad, my grandpa, all of those people, all my friends, all my family, how it affected the company, you know, the insurance rates, you know, companies like doing business with other safe companies. And if, if you don't have a good safety record, that's fine. They'll find another company who does. Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with Brandon Schroeder from Believe in Safety. Brandon is going to be speaking at Ohio Safety Congress 23, which is on March 8th through 10th, 2023 at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Mike, it's nice uh, being on here and interviewing, and I'm very honored to be part of your top 10. It's a highly anticipated event. Lots of speakers want to get in there, and I'm very thrilled to be able to be here and share my story in Ohio. I've been there a couple other times, and uh, I'm very excited to be back. I look forward to sharing some of the details with some of your listeners. Awesome. We're so excited to get to do this podcast preview with you, and we're so thankful you took the time out to come do this with us. So, Brandon, what's the 30,000-foot overview of what you're going to be talking about? What is Believe in Safety, and, and what, what are you trying to hit home to the audience in Columbus? Well, I was a journeyman electrician right out of high school, 18 years old, grew up on a farm, hardworking farm kid, was not wanting to go to college, and I needed to figure out a skill set where I could go out and, and you know earn a living. And I chose the electricians. Took me a while to get there, but I got into the electrician's apprenticeship right out of high school. I was eager, you know, hardworking kid, wanted to, you know, just whip the world at the time. And uh, I was pretty safety conscious over the years growing up on the farm. And when I got into construction, you know, I, I started to develop some not great safety habits. Uh, just from working around people that had been in the industry for a long time, they were very comfortable with what they did, very good at their job. You know, you hear about things go wrong in the news, but I thought, you know, I'm one of the best, highly skilled electricians around. And I'd moved up through the company ranks very quickly, and I was running a pretty large commercial job. And uh, one day late in the day, I was asked to move a cord. I ended up, uh, long story short, flown to the University of Iowa by helicopter, third degree burns. You know, I was in bad shape. And afterwards, you know, that pain that I went through and everything that I went through, it, it nearly cost me my life. It nearly destroyed me. The only reason I got through all that, I have a very strong family support system and I have the best wife in the world and she got me through this. Without her, there's no way I could have done it. After I went through all that, I got to thinking about everything that I went through, all the details and everything that took me to get past that. I got to thinking, I don't want all this to be for nothing. I don't want to just throw this in the closet and have it go away. I want to use this experience to help people. So I build a presentation different from what I think a lot of other people have out there. It's a different type of a message. It pulls and pushes on emotions. It gives you highs, lows. It's kind of like riding a roller coaster. And I built this presentation to get through to people just like me. 
And the number of people that have came up to me and said, you know, I was just like you, you know, I went to work, I didn't think things were going to happen. I just cared about getting things done and doing my job. I didn't think about safety. Tomorrow, I'm going to do things differently. And it's happened more times than I can count. So I go through my recovery process, uh, what led up to the accident, my recovery, and ultimately how this catapulted me into talking about my accident and using it to help people. When I first started speaking about this, and a lot of people look at my title or you know arc flash and think, well, I don't work around electricity. What does this have to do with me? And it is true for the first few years of doing presentations, I was just focused on electric or on, you know, impacting electrical workers. And I met a company out of uh, Buffalo, New York, who helped me. And they said, you know, you need to make this applicable to anybody. You need to be like a cover band. You need to play, you know, do something that anybody can relate to, that anybody can take something away from it. And I really took that and everything else that they recommended to me and I put it to use. And now I've spoken for companies like Intel, Google, uh, United Airlines, and I've done a lot of the big utilities, you know, and it's just shocking to me at the number of people that want to hear this story. And, you know, I'm nothing special. I'm just an average everyday guy who goes out there and tells a story. And I'm just like every one of the places that I go, I can sit down in a chair and I would blend in just with the average, average everyday worker. And when people relate to me and when they see what happened to me, they realize it could happen to them as well. Yeah. This is such a common thing where, especially with younger people, and it's not really about age. I just, I could tell you story after story of how I did the same thing. Thank God I didn't get hurt. I didn't have an injury, but so many near misses with tow motors and just trying to be fast on my job, lumping trucks at 18 years old on the shipping dock and trying to dodge them and just go. And the tow motor guy would freak out and we, you know, quit being, you know, some expletives there and we kind of just kind of jawed back and forth to each other but all of us were just trying to get our job done and all of us thought we were indestructible even though you we wouldn't have probably admitted it but we just acted like it you know so what's different about your presentation that really hits home with those type of people people like me at 18 20 years old or even beyond that what what's different that really just that hits them in the heart and they're like you know this is different i've been through safety training but there's just something special about your story Well, I think it's because I start at the beginning. You know, I talk about my presentation when I was a hardworking farm kid. You know, my dad, I don't know anybody who worked harder than my dad. You know, he worked construction all day and then he came home and we farmed about 600 acres and he had about 500 head of cattle. So every weekend, every night I was helping him seven days a week. And when I took that same work ethic and I went into the workplace, I was ready to go. I was ready to get some things done. And I developed some not good safety habits over the time, over the course of my career. And I think a lot of people relate. You know, I tell a lot of stories about early on in my career. My first day, we spent about 15 minutes at a safety brief before they sent me out on the job site. That was back in 1997. Things have changed a lot since then. But I think um, the average everyday worker still relates to me because you know, they go out there and you're very impressionable. When you go out there and you see guys that you look up to, that you respect, that you think are the best in their field, and you see them taking those chances, you want to be like them. And I, I really hit home on that, that you're very impressionable early on in your career. And if you work around people that are going to take those chances, you're going to end up taking the same chances. And I talk about that. 
And then when you see what I had to go through because I did not believe in safety, and the name of my presentation is Believe in Safety, and I did not believe in safety. And every one of those people that came in there that made me think that I was invincible, that the risks I was taking were were okay. When they all came in there and they saw what it did to my face, what it did to my hands, what it did to my arms, what it did to my body, it almost cost me my life. And when they saw that, it impacted them, a lot of them. And they knew that they kind of had the same mentality or they brought me that mentality. And I show how it affected my wife, my kids, my dad, my grandpa, all of those people, all my friends, all my family, how it affected the company, you know, the insurance rates, you know, companies like doing business with other safe companies. And if you don't have a good safety record, that's fine. They'll find another company who does. And all of those things are in the presentation. And I'm really pushing and pulling on those emotions, putting you in my shoes, taking you through that story as if you were me. And that's hard to do. A lot of people try and few succeed. Yeah, one of the biggest things I see is that's not proclaimed enough in the safety world is the effect it has on our immediate family. It's one of the most uh, under-talked about things, I think, and it needs to be spoken, so I'm so glad you talk about it because it's not just an injury. I think a lot of times we think like high school sports injury, right? Like break a leg or we're in a cast for a few weeks, we're good to go. No, some of these, especially those close to fatal accidents, have a high impact. I can no longer earn an income if I get injured too much, right? The medical bills that comes with that, like it's not uncommon for people to get divorced for families to split up through the stress and trauma of everything going on. The mental health aspect, not just for you as someone that's injured, but also the spouse, the kids and all these different things. Tell us just a little, you know, you don't have to go into the details, a little snippet of what you talk about, about how specifically that impacted your family through this process. Well, I think the family part is in the presentation, but my wife, you know, getting that phone call that I was getting airlifted to the University of Iowa, which this hospital, you don't get airlifted there and have a good outcome. It was a 30 minute drive and they took me by helicopter. And when she got that phone call and I saw her walk in and just the look on her face when she saw how bad I was injured, how bad I was hurt and the pain that I saw her in her eyes, it just went right into me times 10. And I knew that my decision really affected her. And I'm the type of person who takes care of other people. I don't have people to take care of me. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't support my family. They talked about cutting my hand off. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do if they cut my hand off? I don't know any one-handed electricians. I barely knew how to send an email. I have no computer skills, no other skills other than working with my hands. And if they take my hand off, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I just had a new baby. I just got married. We just built a new house. And I'm thinking, you know, what is going to happen to me? And I contemplated suicide for a while. You know, mentally, I was destroyed. I went from thinking I was very good at my job to thinking I can't even show my face at this company again because of this mistake I made, all the money that it costs to fix me, our insurance rates going up 50%, you know, the the mental aspect of it. Uh, I thought I was going to have to check myself into a mental hospital because of the anxiety. I couldn't I couldn't hold my daughter. I had to carry around a 25-pound sack of potatoes and go to therapy. And basically, somebody had to take care of me like an infant for six months of my life. And it, it nearly destroyed me. And again, without my wife, there's no way that I could have gotten through this. Thank you for being so vulnerable to share that story because 
that is a for sure. I know I've already said it and not to be redundant, but that is a missing piece that we never hear communicated. We hear the how to's, we hear the don't do this, it could do this or that, but we don't really hear that side of it. You know, the suicide, all those things. It's a common thing for people that have serious or severe workplace injuries. So thank you so much. I can't wait for your presentation. I'm so excited about this. I love the impact that you're having out there. And I just hope this event helps you grow and expand that. And so, Brandon, if anyone would like to reach out to you before Safety Congress or even afterwards or listening to this podcast and they want to get in touch with you, how can they get a hold of you and maybe have you come out and speak to their company? Yeah, my website is believeinsafety.com. You can just look at my website. I've got a short video on there. If you go to YouTube and you put in Believe in Safety or my name, you're going to see a short video that uh, has done very well. A lot of people love that video. It's very impactful. It's a short four or five minute overview of exactly what I went through. I look forward to presenting there. Again, believeinsafety.com is the name of my website. I do about 100 events all over the country from New York to California every year. And uh, I'm very excited to be back in Ohio sharing my story with another large audience. Brandon, thank you again for coming on the Zoom today and talking with us about this and giving us a little preview of your Safety Congress presentation. Everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in with us. Please go to Ohio Safety Congress. If you can't make it in person, visit online and see if you can watch his presentation because it's going to be amazing. It's going to change your life. And so everybody out there, thank you again for listening. Be safe. Hosted annually by the Ohio BWC, the Ohio Safety Congress and Expo is the largest free workplace safety event in the United States. This year's event will be live and in person on March 8th through the 10th, 2023 at the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio. With over 8,500 attendees and exhibitors, three days of networking, 100-plus education sessions, and 72,000 square feet of exhibit hall and demo space, this is definitely one event that you do not want to miss. For more information or to register for free online, visit their website at www.ohiosafetycongress.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and more. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn an Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.com.